0: What do you think about being single? I had thoughts about my singleness for a long time that I think were part of what kept me single. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Wonderful Life. What are you thinking about your singleness that's actually keeping you single? I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't wanna be but I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of explaining how it feels when you've made peace with being single. It's not about being happy because you're single, It's about being happy while you're single. I know there are a lot of women out there who say, well, I don't want a man, I just wanna be alone. And I've never felt that way. I've always wanted to be married and have a family. And for me, part of my definition of a fulfilled life has always been being a wife and a mother, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't happened for me. And I finally got to the point where I said, you know what? I just wanna be happy in my life even if I never have the relationship that I dream of. And that's what wonderful life is about. It's not about giving up, it's about truly being at peace and being able to enjoy your life while you're single. I used to think that my singleness was just bad luck or that there was something wrong with me or God was mad at me or there was some cosmic reason to me. Being alone. In other words, I saw my singleness as something that was happening to me. Now, today, I recognize that my singleness is a consequence of some of the thoughts and the behaviors that I had for years. And because I had certain beliefs about being single, I behaved in ways that were reinforcing those beliefs and. They were counterproductive, so I would stay single. And what was happening in my case was that I didn't recognize what I was doing, and so I didn't feel like I had control over the fact that I was single. And if you don't feel like you have control over something, then you feel powerless to change. Now, when I started to realize that my singleness was a consequence of some of my beliefs and my behaviors. I was able to take responsibility and start making changes. Now I'd love to tell you that one of the results of that was that I met my Boaz and I'm happily married. That hasn't happened. I'm still single, but I'm happier and I have peace and I'm not wasting time on relationships that just make me feel worse. So today I'm going to share with you a few of the destructive thought patterns that I had that were keeping me single. Maybe you share some of these and you probably have some of your own, but it's important to recognize them because then you can start to change them. One of my destructive thought patterns was, I knew I wanted a relationship, but I really wasn't honest about what I wanted in a relationship. Sometimes I would know I had the list, but then I would really compromise on what I was looking for because, well, I didn't want to be too picky. And I would make excuses, I would settle, I would accept unacceptable behavior from men. And the problem with those things is that when you accept unacceptable behavior or when you are not setting boundaries, then other people don't know that you're not okay with what's happening. I mean, look, people aren't mind readers. And we can say all day long, well, he should know that he shouldn't be late for a date. But a lot of times people just figure, well, you know, you didn't, you weren't upset. So I guess you were okay with it. I actually had a guy say that to me one time. Now he was being a jerk. And when I called him on it, finally he said, oh, well, you know, I just kind of kept doing it because you never said anything about it. So this is what I'm saying. If you don't stand up for yourself and... Be honest with yourself and with others about what you want and what you don't want. The behavior is going to continue and when you're, when you're engaging in the same behavior, you're going to get the same results that, you, that you've always been getting. What I'm trying to say here is I would waste months and years dating people that weren't giving me what I wanted in the relationship as an example. Well, you're still enmeshed with your ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, ex fiance whoever, and you're just totally still involved with that person, or you're late for a date all the time, or you treat me in a disrespectful way. And because I wouldn't end the relationship or I wouldn't set a firm and clear boundary, the behavior would continue. And so here I am now in this relationship that, is not healthy, I'm not being honest, I'm basically settling and making excuses for unacceptable behavior, and while I'm in this, I can't meet anybody new. And that's a problem with that type of behavior. A lot of times as women we think, well, you know, I'll meet somebody, or my, my the right guy will show up, he might, but you won't see him because you're so involved in trying to get this thing to work. My second destructive belief was that I thought there was something wrong with me. Now, I mention this a lot because I know that a lot of women struggle with this. And it's not always as obvious as, well, I'm too fat or I'm too tall or I'm not blonde, whatever the, the thing is, it's not usually that simple. But I've heard women say before, well, my picker is broke. And so we say that like, well, if there's a jerk in the room, I'll find him. Well, that's another way of saying, you think there's something wrong with you, that you can't pick or be attracted to a healthy, nice guy. And the problem here, whenever you think that there's something wrong with you, and again, I'm saying, you think there's something wrong with you, but it could be, I'm not thin enough, I'm not outgoing enough, or I'm not quiet enough, or I need to be out there more, or I need to do this, or go here, or be like this. And the problem with any of that type of thinking is one of two things is gonna happen. Number one, you're gonna be so consumed with trying to fix yourself. And that's what I would do. I would get very involved in, okay, so I have to work out and I need to go to these types of events and I need to make sure I'm out there in the community being seen. And I need to dress a certain way and always look nice and always act a certain way. And I mean, I was exhausted just trying to, you know, make myself good enough to deserve a relationship. Well, that's really frantic energy and most people are tired just being around it. They don't wanna be around that. But the second thing you might do is you might really go into overdrive proving that I'm good enough and so you'll become perhaps an overachiever or overly confident. And it, there's you need to be confident Confidence is important, but sometimes you can cross too far and you're so busy proving that you're confident. Instead of just being confident, you're out there trying to prove, I'm successful. I'm good enough. I'm a great girl. And again, the issue there is that is masculine energy. So if you want a masculine alpha male and you're out there trying to either, I got to fix myself. or I am good enough, I'm a great person, I'm gonna prove it because I'm successful and I'm out here doing all this stuff. That is all masculine energy and a masculine male will not be attracted to that. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be confident and successful. Look at Amal Clooney, look at Melania Trump, look at when Carolyn Bessette Kennedy was alive. These are women who on their own were confident or were or are confident and successful, but they weren't in overdrive trying to prove anything to anybody. They had sort of that just, it's like being confident and being successful rather than I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna prove to you I'm confident, I'm successful and I'm good. It's a subtle difference, but it's important. And my third belief that I think really didn't serve me was I really truly believed in my heart that I just couldn't be happy if I was single. And in some ways, I know that that's normal. That is how we are biologically programmed as women. We are programmed to want connection and community and marriage and family, and that is normal. And it is a good thing to want that. And because I didn't have marriage and family, I wasn't happy and I was busy. I was successful. I was high energy. So most people thought I was totally happy and I was totally fine with being single. I really wasn't. I was very unhappy because I didn't want to be single. Not only was I not happy, but frankly, I was scared and I was anxious and fearful because I kept thinking, you know, what if I end up alone? And with every year that passed, it seemed like that was going to happen. And I was also confused. I didn't understand why relationships never worked out for me. How come the men that I loved and wanted to marry broke up with me and then the guys that I was not interested in were the ones who pursued me? I was confused. And when you're walking around confused and anxious and scared and feeling sad, people pick up on that. You can cover it up with makeup and high energy and a smile and confidence, but if that's what's really going on inside, people pick up on that. And they don't always know what they're picking up on, but I had many gentlemen over the years who would say, I just feel like I would not want to date you because I feel like I couldn't live up to your standard or I feel like I just wouldn't be good enough. And what they were picking up on was that I was so consumed with keeping myself like I have to be good enough. I have to, I have to up my game so that someone will want to marry me. It wasn't about, well, I'm going to, I'm going to have a guy up his game because my standards were pretty low. But what they were picking up on was that I was nitpicky with myself. And so a lot, you know, no man wants that. No man wants a woman who's going to nitpick him and make him feel like he's not good enough. And I was creating that, but it wasn't because I was going to nitpick the guy. It was because I was currently nitpicking myself. The way I was coming across to men was basically, I'm a taskmaster, I'm a ball buster. And the truth is I wasn't like that with men, but I was absolutely like that with myself. And so a lot of men wouldn't even get to the point of wanting to ask me out because they would pick up on this and and think like, I don't know, doesn't sound like fun. And you know what, it wasn't fun because the way I was treating myself, like I said, I felt confused, I felt anxious, I felt sad, I felt like I wasn't good enough, I was always, trying to manage myself into doing things right, doing things better so that someone would choose me. And those thought patterns were actually what was keeping me single. I was doing all that to try to not be single, but by doing that, I was keeping myself single. I'd love to report that, okay, I recognized these thought patterns, I changed them and bam, my Boaz showed up. That hasn't happened. and. The older I get, the more that I have to wrap my brain around the fact that it may not happen. But today, I'm at a place of peace and I'm able to truly enjoy my life. I wish there was a man in my life. I would prefer to be in a relationship. I would love to be married and have a family, but I don't have that. And today, I'm at peace about it and I'm able to enjoy what I do have in my life. I used to always just feel like singleness was like a monkey on my back and I could not shake it off. Today, I don't feel like I have that monkey on my back. And as I said, I'm really able to just be relaxed and enjoy the good things in my life. Now, all of these things can be very difficult to do if you're really in heartache right now and so i want to just let you know if you go to bit.ly forward slash abcs of healing you can get my abcs of healing which is how to get over a broken heart it's free it's just a little video tutorial and it has some um, a written pdf for you to follow along and it's what i've learned about overcoming heartache and wonderful life is a dialogue not a monologue and we'd love to hear from you. What are you struggling with in your singleness? If you're feeling bold, maybe you could put in the comments what are some of the thoughts that you have struggled with that you think maybe have kept you single. Put that in the comments and share with us what you're going through. You can always connect with us at wonderfullife.com and every Friday we post a new blog with content that we hope is going to help you Create your own wonderful life. And make sure you join us next time right here on Wonderful Life.